come with me into the tormented, haunted, half-lit night of the insane. This is my work. Let me lead you into it. Let me take you into the mind of a woman who is mad. Hi, and welcome to Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, a good ghoul's guide to horror. I'm your polter guide, Kinsey. Holter guy Kenzie is doing her NPR voice today. <laughs> I'm digging it. <laughs> I'm your polter guy Donna. And I'm your polter guy Mac. <laughs> and this week we have watched the 2022 Hulu version of Hellraiser. Um, spoiler this alert. This energy's not going to last. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and yeah, spoiler alert, as always at the beginning, we're going to be uh, jumping there pretty fast. So proceed at will. So let's go around. Had you seen it before? Were you familiar with the Hellraiser series? Were you not? Uh, and then I'll give our summary. I have never seen a Hellraiser movie before. Um, and I made the conscious decision to keep it that way. I, I thought about watching uh, the first Hellraiser movie before I watched this one. And I was like, no, I'm just going to go into this blind and see what happens. And I did that. And um, I expected to have trouble with my little inner Southern Baptist girl. And actually, she was okay. She she was all right. Um, and I think the difference is, like, I look back to Event Horizon, and Event Horizon was pretty specific that they were going through hell, the Christian hell, um, and Hellraiser outside of having the word hell in its title, did not mention the Christian hell, um, that it was just evil beings from somewhere. So my Southern Baptist girl was like, okay, these are just general weird bad guys. So now Southern Baptist girl was okay. Um, I didn't hate it. I was, I was entertained by it. Um, I really liked, I really liked Riley. I had some hair envy for Riley. Um, Riley had some mad 80s hair through a lot of that. I was like, do they even still make the product that allows hair to do that? Yeah, I just like they had a curly girl. Mm. They had a they had a girl with curls as our main character. And it's just like we don't get that. No, we do not. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to dissect the entire movie here. I liked it. I liked some of the twists. I did not see some of them coming, which I always like a movie that does that. I, I didn't hate it. There you go. All right. Uh, I This was actually my second viewing of this because this was I watched this first of the month after Hulu dropped it. Uh, I am familiar with the Hellraiser universe. I'd watched the first three. And I also was wondering about your inner Southern Baptist girl, Donna. Not going to lie. <laughs> um, it was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, it was just, yeah. I think if you'd have seen maybe the first one or your inner Southern Baptist girl might have had a little bit more problems, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. What about you, Macula? Um, fair to middling awareness of the series. I, I certainly have not seen any of the, the later direct to video um, money grabs for the series. Uh, I, I, I know I've seen the first two. I want to say I've, maybe seen the first three as well. I, the third one's fuzzier in my memory. Um, the 
I rewatched the first one recently and I get why I didn't I have why I don't have this series in the same estimation as Halloween. Halloween I'll watch any movie in the series no matter how bad. And this one I don't love the series all that much. I think even the first one, which is a short movie, it's like 98 minutes, feels long. Feels like it's wasting time at a lot of places, but that's more of a discussion for that uh, episode if we ever do it. This one, I mean, is over two hours long and feels long, which is fine. The thing that bugged me about this one is there's always a weird sort of moral calculus with the characters in Hellraiser movies. Like everybody who gets got did so at their own behest. Like they, they really wanted to get got. And then when they got got, they felt gotten. Um, this one, the worst stuff happens to the most innocent people. And I always thought that, like, literally many of my notes is, what did they do wrong? All they did was show up Scooby-style to Jeffrey Epstein's palatial estate, and then it's hooks in the shoulder time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very bothered by that. And since we're in spoiler territory, we've got the end. The Cenobites offer Riley the opportunity to restore matt her brother and she's like nah thanks it's gonna be a trick meanwhile the brother is among leviathan in the labyrinth getting nipple punched on the regular looks up hears her say that and the fuck lady like i thought you were my sis you 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 can't take one on the nose from the cenobites to restore me to something resembling humanity like that's that's kind of fucked up so, yeah, I didn't love it. All right. That, yeah, yeah. So, for those of you that don't know what this is about, our good, good buddies in Max Nemesis IMDb mm-hmm. want you to know, a take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. Yeah, I don't know if I have a, an alternate take on that that isn't a, yet another jeffrey epstein joke um <laughs> so i'm just I'll, I'll leave that one be all right yeah i i do agree with you mac i'm gonna jump back to a point you made that with the original series the pinhead and in and company or excuse me hell priest and company they don't it, it is a for lack of a better term it is an adult fairy tale like don't do this or this won't happen so the people that are being affected that are grabbed for and to use your word here, <laughs> they're not great. And the whole basis of them coming to this world is a married woman trying to bring her dead lover back. Yeah, and this in this film, the only people who deserved what they got were Serena and Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Well, actually, and, I don't know that anyone deserved what they got, but and Roland Voigt. Yeah. Oh, and, and Boyd. well. Okay, yeah. Roland. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know that anyone deserved what they actually got, but the only ones that were bad and deserved punishment. I mean, Matt went to go rescue his sister. Um, Nora was just along for the ride. Right. Uh, and Colin, you know, was looking for his lost boyfriend. Right. Their intentions, all three of their intentions are good. Cause even Nora talks about. Yeah. 
when we we we've had to chase Riley before, we've had to find her. We don't do those things around her. We don't uh, we don't drink we don't around drink her. around Nora. Yeah, I, I, Riley. Yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, that's the thing is that their intentions were were very pure, and yeah, they was, they got the worst of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is so yeah, it felt very weird to me. I mean, it's not even necessarily bad intentions that in the last movie, it, it, it the other movies, it's nihilism and and only obsession with self gratification. And that doesn't apply to that really doesn't even apply to Riley necessarily. Um, but no, but it does fit with what we saw from the beginning. I mean, Goran yeah. Vishnik, and I'm just going to say, I'm never sorry to see Goran Vishnik. He's one of my favorite actors out there. I adore him. You're thinking of JC, aren't you? Right at this moment? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would. I w- I was thinking of ER. I I, I thought that's actually he, what I yeah. was thinking of too. So yeah, yeah, like uh, Clooney's too big. It's like the, the, whenever my wife and I were, we did like a couple of rewatches of ER over the pandemic, and I would always kind of dog Visnik because I, I just would mutter MST3K style whenever he was in a scene. Like I could have been Batman. I could have been Batman. <laughs> Like his whole job on that show was Clooney left and they needed a handsome man. He's a very good actor. He did. He has, he, he's done a lot of great work, but uh, his, his rise to fame was predicated on George Clooney being more famous than he was. I mean, it's true, but let's be fair. Let's okay. Um, yeah. I don't know why we're suddenly talking about George Clooney. No, but, but I mean, George Clooney stayed on ER a couple more seasons that, that he had. He did. To. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he did it his time. And from all reports, he was not typical movie star trapped on a TV contract, mm-hmm. just running out the time. He was engaged and active yeah. and rah-rah wow. team until he said, hey, guys, I got too many movie offers coming in. I got to go. Yeah. And they're but, like, we understand. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, Goran Vishnik was the guy with a great jawline. Yeah. To replace the guy with the great jawline. But he is wonderful. He plays a fantastic good guy because he is so good at that sincerity. And mm-hmm. But he's also an amazing bad guy because, boy, does he have bad guy intensity. Um, so it always makes me happy to see Goran Vizhnik. But a lot of the people that died in this movie had sacrificial animal vibes. Because right. they were, they were, they were sacrifices. They were innocent. I mean, and from the very beginning, you've got this. I was trying to think of what. Oh, it was Princess Bride where she described um, um, Wesley as poor but beautiful, and that's that's the exact phrase that was going through my head when. Um, what was his name? Um, I don't remember his name. I just I remember him. Joey, being- I think, was his name. I'm looking at the cast list over here. I think it was Joey um, was walking back to meet Roland Voigt. And and I just kept thinking, poor but beautiful. He's poor but beautiful. And I was like, he's he's a sacrifice. That's what that is exactly what he's it. He's he's the poor little lamb walking to slaughter. And that's, um, you know, that's what Matt was, though not intentionally. He was the innocent sacrifice. And... um, that's what a lot of these good guys who died were were the innocent sacrifice. So mm. well, they were they were vessels to see makeup. You know what I mean? It almost feels like parts of this 
they didn't have a full story, but they knew that they wanted to show these particular Cenobite designs, which are fantastic. They're, they were well done and gorgeous and horrific, which that's what I want in a Cenobite. Um, and th- those were just the vehicles. Like we've got to, you know, put in a lamb here, a lamb here, a lamb. But I guess I wanted to see the Cenobites feel like they were getting cheated. Okay. Like, like they, the, the kind of creature they like to take in is one who, who sought them out. Like there's even a moment, I think it's in the second one where an innocent is playing with the puzzle box and this, and pin and the hell priest is like, we seek desire, not fingers. And, and so, yeah, I, I if I'm pinhead and I get all these sacrificial lambs, I'm like, uh, waiter, there's an innocent in my soup. <laughs> I mean, that is a really good point. That is a really good point. That is an excellent point. Yeah, there should have been a bigger reaction. So speaking of cheating, there should have been a bigger reaction, her stabbing the Cenobite and having that be one of the victims, because that is a big cheat. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. here for it and I'm glad it worked, but that's a big cheat. And there definitely should have been a, you know, as a exasperated sigh as Pinhead can do, you know, or excuse me, Hell Priest can do. <laughs> well, why don't we talk for a minute about Jamie Clayton as. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's very good. Yeah. She, she is very good. And he was fantastic. By the way, fuck the misogynists because. My God, I mean, when she stabbed the, when when Riley stabbed the 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 Cenobite, Jamie Clayton's eyebrow moved like two millimeters, and you could see it. You could see her going, "Well, shit," <laughs> because her eyebrow moved two millimeters. That was one thing. Speaking of the the dude, bros pissed off about her casting is that I, I saw this meme all over Twitter, which was. Tell me you haven't read The Hellbound Heart without telling me you, you haven't read The Hellbound Heart. Or that you have no awareness of Clive Barker's exactly. whole vibe. Exactly. Because, a uh, little side note here, I read that novella in eighth grade during the achievement test. <laughs> eighth grade Kinsey was not prepared for that. I, I blocked chunks of it out of my mind. I know I read it. Uh, my friend Ryan, God bless him. <laughs> He let me borrow it. He had it. He's like, no, you should read it. You'll, you know, I think you'll like it. I don't know, even to this day, if I liked it then, if I liked it now. But yeah, it was wild. It was wild. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, she, she was yeah, fantastic. She She's very good. And it's a very thankless role because fans of the series are going to so um, attach it. it, it misogyny aside, so attach it to, and I'm blanking on the performer's name. So, oh, Doug Bradley. Doug Bradley. I knew it was something Bradley. Um, but, and in the last few years, as they've made cheaper and cheaper knockoffs, they've put just somebody with pins in their face uh, in that role and with no care to it. She is very affecting in the role. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's a thankless role. It's so minimalist when it's done right it's um even when bradley was playing it um well and even bradley didn't really start shining till i'd say the second one that really they kind of let him yeah you know that because that first one i think it's what seven minutes the cinnabites are on screen him in 
mm-hmm. and crew are on screen like something like that something crazy low like so i if they continue with this series i think she has a lot of potential to kind of break out and more opportunity to make it her own yeah i, I really do and i i want that for her because she will yeah, we didn't go with it for our poll question, but it l- leads me to wonder, is <clears throat> she playing the same character? Because the the timeline of the series goes over several hundred years, and it's like the fourth movie or the third movie that shows Pinhead's destruction way in the future, like in space. And all, there's all this other stuff that happens in the... And then every other movie where he appears um, is somewhere along that timeline. Uh, is the hell priest in this movie the same hell priest of the others? Is I kind of my my head cannon just mm-hmm. hot take off the brain is well like priest. There's multiple versions right. of them, so that's just what they look like. Because then you start wondering uh, with Voight, were they turning him at the end of the movie into the new Chatterer? Did you think yeah. that, or is that something possible? something else because just of how when part of his skin peeled away on his face it was very chatterer-esque yeah does she like does she have a whole separate origin because pinhead in the original series he was a world war he was a world war one a world war two soldier that just became completely disillusioned with humanity and was like i'm just gonna have sexual pleasures for life oh what's this puzzle box this looks hot oh no <laughs> For the uninitiated, that was the Hellraiser series. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, gang. <laughs> I'm super horny for puzzle boxes. Oh no! And then he became too horny for puzzle boxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'm pure at heart, but I always look at that at the, the the configuration and go, why would anyone pick that up? It seems inscrutable. It's not like, even if you were like, oh, I love puzzles. That doesn't look like a puzzle. It just looks like something at my mom's house I'm not allowed to touch. It's on the high shelf on yeah. where, where you can't touch stuff. Yep. I was at that house. I've been, I lived in that house, Mac. Great, great grandma uh, Pinhead left it down in the family. And apparently <laughs> I descend from Cenobites. Nana Pinhead put that on the mantle. You're not supposed to stand on the fireplace and grab yeah. that mantle down. Yeah. That's where all the breakables are. Yeah, I've I've left that to either you or your sister in my will, whichever I don't like at the time of my death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know because I can make the argument for both. Like this is a this isn't this is a different version of that that hell priest from the OG, but mm-hmm. I can also make that this is you know the Scranton branch of <laughs> you know for lack of a better. <laughs> term of of the hell priest yeah I, i'd be it, like if it is a different origin i'd be fascinated to see her origin if it is still her i'd also be interested to see that change off that that change off like wh- what what changed in the hell priest to make her present as she is now and then that gets a little icky because you know like equating the trans experience to horror uh, gets to a sticky territory, but it, yeah, I'm just I, I'm intrigued by this new version of of the Hell Priest is is the thing I'm trying to say. Same. Yeah, I like Donna just nodding her head, like yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is my one piece of 
Hellraiser material I'm familiar with. So I'm like, this is a fascinating conversation. <laughs> uh, I did, I will say like one thing I thought this film did also very well besides the casting of Jamie Clayton. I liked the design aspects. Like I liked, mm-hmm. I like the, the, I like Voight's mansion being that trap with the puzzle. I thought that was freaking beautiful. And I liked, and I, I didn't think I was going to be a fan of the cube redesign, but in this context, it worked. That cube is such a iconic design. And then to have it basically be a transformer. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was really, really well done. And, and its original form seems very true to the original series. And yeah. there's a lot of design that seems uh, adapted from that. Cause I mean, you get little peeks into the labyrinth of the Leviathan uh in the later scenes which is very much a uh second movie sort of thing yeah and i liked that too like i i have just enough memory of the second one so that when i saw it i recognized recognized it like it's the leviathan coming down to get trapped on the cube like okay i remember that from two so i liked yeah they just they got a there's they're just they're almost there you know what i mean like with this movie it's it's so close to right. just i don't know maybe just a few little tweaks like the third act drags like it shouldn't drag yeah. and yeah and how do you make that drag when it's all like running away from the cinnabites you know what i mean like how and, and and i think that may just be a problem with the series because even the original one as a tight contained movie drags for me and then i'm thinking oh it's overindulgent which i'm like that seems on brand for the whole series like yeah like if if we saw if we saw a restrained uh a concise hellraiser movie would it even be a hellraiser movie at that point like i don't know if it doesn't feel like eternity it ain't a hellraiser <laughs> <laughs> yeah i kind of you may be on point well like i remember the third one being a tight 90 minutes and i Is remember it? Yeah. Now, granted, this is, I think I was in high school the last time I watched the third one. So it's, it's been, it's been a minute. Uh, But I remember it being, and maybe because I watched it late and it's, and that one particularly scared me. I don't know why. I haven't went back to revisit that one. Why that one genuinely scared me. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the third one because Terry Farrell is uh, the the, the final girl. Yeah, she's the final girl. And, uh, uh, you know, I've had a crush on her for a very long time. So I think I would have remembered that. If you didn't know, I was going to point out, like, you know, she's in that, right? Yeah, now. I do. I do know that. Yeah, okay. like We get an Avengers of just, ah, shucks, Mac, in his adolescence. You get her, you get PJ Souls uh, in, a, in a buddy cop movie. I would I would watch that. Not for the reasons you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> PJ Souls was, especially during during her heyday, very good comedic actress. Yes, she was. Good comedic timing. Watch her in stripes. Like she's very she's very good in stripes. She did a guest spot on Shears back in the day, which was very good. What else do we have for this movie? Let's I've mentioned in the past that I'm actually pretty good at staying on top of what's going on in the movie. And yeah. I really enjoy when a movie can actually surprise me with a twist. And this movie got me with both the Trevor twist and the Roland twist. 
um, the the fact that Trevor had tricked Riley into taking the cube um, that surprised me, and I liked. I also i i really i really was in the context of liking the character. I want to be clear in the context of liking the character. I was was sad about Riley being responsible for everything that happened. And then when it was like, oh Trevor did this to her. Fuck that dude. I was like, I was pleased by the twist. So uh but also pleased that it got me. To be honest, once they got to back to Roland's house, I was less surprised that Roland was alive and occupying it. But prior to them getting to his house, I didn't expect Roland to still be alive, but both of those twists kind of got me. So I appreciate that. Uh, that is something that I like about a movie that can surprise me. So yay for that. So I thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, I, yeah, the Trevor, I, I'm with you. I was not expecting the Trevor twist, which that, you know, that's always nice. And then I, I don't know with Roland what I was expecting. Like, I don't think I was expecting him to be alive, or if I was, it was going to be basically like Frank was in the original, just... I just happened across a tweet from Doug Bradley, actually, mm -hmm. about Jamie Clayton's role, and he said, I'm a bit blown away by this, the clever redesign of the makeup, the shimmer of the pinheads, the palette whatever that keyhole locket tracheotomy thing is at the throat. It's simple, subtle, disturbing, and sexy. Everything it should be, peace and pain, duck. Yeah. So. Yeah, from what I know about Bradley, he's never been one that's like, no, mine is the only way. Like, my, mm -hmm. my, so he's, he's always, from what I have know about him, so that's really cool. I don't have much else on the movie. I uh, really don't either. <laughs> uh, the only other thought, yeah, like uh, um, Trevor has a pinball machine in his loft. Uh, if I had a pinball machine, I wouldn't really be worried about anything. But then again, if the, the puzzle box shifted into a pinball machine, I'd be in real trouble real fast. <laughs> yeah, see, mine is more like if it turned into like a Tetris kind of thing, that's uh -huh. when I would be in trouble. That's when the they would... I would be God. The puzzle box needs to step up its game to really draw in souls. Yeah. Like the Rubik's Cube, I'd be like, nah, yeah. and then toss it over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, do you have anything else? No, I don't. I, I really liked the actress that played Riley. I really liked that they let her walk around with unruly hair and looking like she wasn't wearing makeup obviously she was wearing makeup but she looked like she wasn't wearing makeup baggy clothes she was not walking around looking like a sex toy and i just really liked that i really liked they let her look she looked real she looked real thank you yeah she looked real no i i'm with you on that with riley yeah i really appreciated that i i felt like roland's house just looked creepy and I liked that. I enjoyed how likable Matt and Colin and, and Nora were. And yet flawed. Like Matt lost his temper with Riley. Which, I mean, dealing with addicts is tough. 
And, you know, that was a very real thing to do, to not just be, oh, I love you no matter what, Riley, for him to lose his temper with her. That was that was real and yet still likable. And I will forever fangirl Goran Vizhnik. That's it. That's all right. I like him. It's all right. He's a likable man. Agreed. All right. Well, Mac, you have our quote. I do indeed. Uh, I believe it is, if not the final line in the movie, but very close to it. Uh, after uh, is it? It's Colin that she that she escapes with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after she and Colin get in the car, they just kind of looked at what the hell just happened in there, <laughs> which was a vibe I I felt for, for the movie. It, uh, it 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 unravels a bit in that third act, and uh, I was I was right there with uh, with Colin. I think it was Colin who said it. I don't think yeah. she she wasn't really chatty there at the end. No, I think yeah. it was Colin. And yeah, she, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's a vibe. It's a mood. All right. Well, I have our poll, which is, do you consider Riley a final girl? She's not a final girl in the classic sense. And in the classic sense, I mean, in the no sex, no drugs, right? You know, the, the, the virginal purity sense of the final girl. But in the in the more modern sense, where we don't have to follow all the purity rules, um, she could be. See, I think she is because, I mean, with Scream, Sydney reset that final girl. What that definition is, mm-hmm. and I I would say she she is a final girl for the modern era, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. That you know, yeah, you're right. She's not perfect. She's got flaws, but she is smart on what she does and mm-hmm. you know out you know trying to outthink the cenobites and just you know she's she's scrappy <laughs> and yeah i you know i like her so yeah i i think she is i i don't disagree with anything anyone said about this up to the point the only problem i have with it is that she is so unheroic especially in her final decision with the Cenobites she doesn't there's not a classic heroic turn where she sacrifices something to save someone else uh you're, you know Laurie Strode comes to mind you know she is a protector uh she would not have been like you know what keep the kids Michael I'm just gonna <laughs> live with the guilt I decided like guilt seems more manageable than whatever this is uh yeah, my, my only drawback to her as a final girl is the abrupt, unearned ending. And that's more a product of the writing than necessarily the, the inner core of the character. But that's the only counterpoint I have to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the monkey's paw. It's the monkey's paw. It is, but in for a penny, in for a pound. If you could get the brother back and, you know, among the living... But see, I mean, I, she hasn't seen other Hellraiser movies too, so she know she doesn't know that for all of their flaws, the Cenobites don't really engage in dirty pool a lot. Like they, there is some there is some monkey paw quality to what they do, but a deal's a deal. With yeah, them. but her only thing that she's seen is how Voight looks. Yeah, and and I mean, yes, he picked pleasure, but yeah. I don't I guess I'm 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 pulling from previous Cenobites. I think yeah, it is a monkey's paw. I don't know what how 
I don't think her brother would come back like she knows him and remembers him. I think it would be, I don't know. Probably, I, I don't. but I, I, and it took some that I think the Cenobites were like, do we really need uh, uh, Matt? Like, Matt didn't do anything wrong. Guys, guys, chatter. Come on, let's uh, Cenobite huddle. Cenobite huddle. What are we doing? Like, this used to be about punishment and pleasure and pain. Now we're just indiscriminately nipple punching. And it, it feels like we lost what we were about. So, okay, on three, we're just going to let Matt go regardless of what Riley says. Okay? Everybody good with that? Okay, break. Fair. <laughs> All right. And Nora? And Nora, too? Nora? Nora? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nora. Like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, fuck, I forgot Nora. We we totally did Nora wrong. We, we kind of just pulled her apart string cheese style. Let's, let yeah, Nora can go, too. Yeah. We got Roland. I think Roland's a win for us. He, I think <laughs> He's a big win for Team Cenobite. He 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 was uh, just a uh, uh, a ball straight down the line, and we we knocked it out of the park. I think I think we need to also focus on our our, our what we did right. We did Roland right. Really, we should be bringing Riley in. I mean, yes, there's the discussion about whether or not addiction really is the you know pleasure centric sort of flaw that we go for. But her before for Nora, Nora just didn't have anything else to do today. That's not a sin. What are we doing? We used to be about something. <laughs> and is that Tony guy still around here? Is yeah. Tony guy still around here? Yeah. It's just that little piece. Put him back together. Put him back <laughs> together. It feels like this got out of hand, guys. Like, we haven't been doing this in a while. We got real excited. That That is on us. We're a little rusty, you know, just and, and and surely there's gonna be some sort of mutilation that we'll deal with for getting too excited here. That great. We'll, uh, we'll we'll take that right up, you know. We'll we'll take it. We like being scolded. We're Cenobites. <laughs> it's our thing. It's our thing. it's it's our thing. <laughs> All right, Mac, you have our rule. Uh, it's a it's a rule a little bit focalized to the first part, but it could apply to uh, the larger portion of the movie. Uh, don't go with rich people to a second location. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like I said, I you know we had some we had a good suggestion to of uh, you know be careful what you wish for, but yeah, the don't go to rich people to a second location. Solid don't, choice. Don't D+. put your fingers in the strange box. Yeah. Yeah, is, is, a, is another good one, but just in general, by, say, by other it would be the Nora Memorial rule suggestion. Just because you don't have anything to do that day doesn't mean you have to go with your friends to some place. <laughs> just stay home. Stay yeah, stay home. Play a video game. Listen yeah. to some music. Read a book. Just stay home. Just yeah. stay home. <laughs> That's how I do. That's how I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. Oh, just stay home. That's great. Uh, Woo! All right. We have we have went off the rails with this episode. So, <laughs> all right. Who wants to go first on their happy place? Um, I will go first because I can tell both of y'all are thinking, and that's fine. Uh, so my happy place is that. I was very lucky, uh, a large part into thanks to my, my friend Chris, 
but I got all three of the McDonald's Halloween pills. Nice. And that was no easy feat. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris, uh, he found my the the pumpkin one was the last one that I was needing. So that is my happy place. Is that I was got all three. Was it a pumpkin and a witch and a skeleton? Ghost, but very close. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the ghost nervous. one I found day one, super fast. I was a little nervous there for a minute. Yeah. The... Hey, kids. <laughs> Uh, which was, you know, not terrible to find, but that pumpkin, which was, that was the one I, my, my nostalgia, like really wanted was that guy. And yeah, that one was tough. And yeah, a friend of mine helped me track it down and got it for me. So yeah, that is my, my happy place is I have all three of the McDonald's Halloween pills. And, yeah. They, they, I, I, I saw just idly as i was looking they, they changed the lids on them from their they old don't have a lid which oh that's oh, fine like i'm not i don't I have mean, a memory of them having a, like a, a yeah a locking on lid yeah yeah they did there's no lid now i mean it's definitely a redesign but i'm you know what that's fine i'm not mad mm. at them were, I mean, they, were they the adult happy meal no they were not the adult happy meal this was the kids happy meal so oh, okay yeah no, I wasn't because of the adult Happy Meal redesign toys. Like they were just weird looking. Like if they had yeah. pulled like, give me nineteen eighty somethings mm. Muppet Baby toys as one of them. Like let me get one of those. The Looney Tunes superhero crossover ones where it was uh, Bugs, Daffy, uh, Tasmanian Devil, and Petunia Pig. And they came with DC superhero costumes. Bugs could turn into Superman. Daffy could turn into Batman. Uh, Taz could turn into the Flash. And uh, Petunia Pig could turn into Wonder, Wonder Woman. That all-timer uh, Happy Meal toy. Also, the Back to the Future animated series line. And Batman Returns. What, like, let, let, Let's just do a, a Happy Meal toy <laughs> podcast. Because... <laughs> I'm the one that's looking at e on eBay for the Batman Returns set of McDonald's cups with the Frisbee lids on them and and the Pizza Hut Rocketeer cups, which were real nice. And uh, I'm going to have to pay through the nose to feel like I uh, got that part of my life back. I had one of the Batman Returns. Uh, oh, I did, too. But it's been a while. That probably got sold years later in a garage sale when the parents moved. But I had the one, which is the only one I cared about was the dancing between Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer with no mask on. That was, I wanted the face-to-face. -face. That was the one. The art on those is fantastic, and mm -hmm. especially that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have derailed again. <laughs> yep. Donna had something to add. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was just going to say, I ordered a couple of the adult Happy Meals, and then I decided this is dumb and too expensive, and then I quit. All right, which one of you is next on Happy Place this week? My therapist told me she was proud of me. All right. That's a good one. I'll yeah. take it. My th I described a work situation to my therapist once, and she paused and said, that's insane. And I was like, I don't think she's supposed to throw that word around, so I'm thinking it's real bad. <laughs> anyway, my Happy Place is uh, yesterday, uh, my wife and I, we had our 11th wedding anniversary. So we just... Congratulations. Uh, Congrats, Macula. We just kind of hung around, uh, watched some movies, but we went to Texas State Brazil for dinner and... Uh, meat parade. Meat parade. Meat parade. Meat parade. Yeah. 
it's a bit overwhelming. Like it, it starts off, it's kind of fun. Like, ooh, would you like some of this carne asada? I'm like, yes, please, let's do that. And you have like all this in the meat. Like, do you want some chicken? I'm like, I can't handle any more right now, man. Can you see what I'm working with? Anyway, Texas State Brazil is fun. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was nice. Yeah, I like that our our happy places are all across the board, and I think that's fantastic. All right, you can find us on social media. We are at Beyond Cabin on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, BeyondTheCabinTheWoods.com is our webpage. We're also on Facebook, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Callista77. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Dragon Goblin. There's no I in Goblin. I'm planning to stay on Twitter unless something weird happens. I know a lot of people have left. Uh, like there's talk that the former guy will be back on as of next week. And that might be the red line. That might be. Yeah. I'm still on Twitter. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever leave, but I may just become preposterously less interested in it. Uh, I'm at party apocalypse. Uh, I am also at party apocalypse on Instagram. I think I don't check it. There's nothing there. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to flee Twitter for Instagram. I don't feel like that's necessarily an improvement, but we'll see. Partyapocalypse.com for all your uh, entertainment needs. There is other podcasts. Uh, the Holodeck is Broken. Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. Uh, at the first of the year, we're going to do a Criminal Minds podcast. Uh, I'm not going to be on it, but it'll be on the site. The Fourth Wall, As the Myth Turns, movie uh, reviews, blogs, books, the end. As always, thank you to our editor, Billy, and also his tech support skills for when I need it in the morning that I am not fully there. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it. We love you, Billy. Also, thank everybody for listening. If you do feel inclined, uh, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't read the Latin or touch the weird box. Do you know what horror is?